I'm Ryan Kelch, and I'm your host of the Red Cedar Podcast. From our real estate sales to our crazy stories and hobbies in South Central Kansas, we're going to cover it all. Buckle up, you're in for a wild ride. Holy smokes, guys. We've been on a little hiatus here for probably four to six months. I don't know. I think partially... uh, the reasoning from that is Getty was in jail. Um, we <laughs> can't we <laughs> we can't really go too deep on why he was in jail, but he can't be within three hundred feet of a school. So <laughs> I think it's well, even farther than wait that. Wait a minute! <laughs> oh yeah, it, I mean three hundred feet was the first time he got in trouble. Now it's like six fifty. Now, just all jokes aside, it's been a while since we've been in here, but. Uh, we wanted to come back to you guys and kind of cover some topics. Uh, we're going to hit up the early season prep. We're only a few months out from deer season, and and uh, I've got Kyle McDonald in here and Heath Getty. Um, we're going to dive into some some stuff that's fairly inexpensive and very effective in the in the deer hunting world. And and uh, you guys, I mean, I'll start it off a little bit, but I'd say this time of year, you know, when we're hot, just mowing and hauling water. Um, just to one spot can make a big difference, especially if there's not a creek or another water source in there. So if you've got a good hunting spot um, and you're lacking water, um, it's fairly inexpensive. And and getting water in there is very crucial this time of year. Um, mowing your trails, for sure. Easy um, way to do some scouting. Yeah, scouting is very put your, important. Put your camera on the water, and then you'll have to feed corn all summer. Hopping in that truck and covering some ground, too, is Absolutely. very effective. Watch those soybean fields. Watch every field around your property. Soybeans, Milo, alfalfa are the, the three main ones I normally watch this time of year. Definitely scouting from the road. Um, a lot of these guys think you've got to have a you know a huge budget to do all these things to kill a big deer. A lot of it's just getting off the couch and putting in some hours. Yeah. The rest of the stuff is you know fairly inexpensive. Um, but those three things for sure are are very important. What do you think, Heath? What else do you want to add to that? Man, I'm just saying it, the best thing ever is having those mode paths all the way through your property. You can get in and out easy. Not only that, the deer travel those paths. I mean, it's it's just, that's the easiest method. Path of least resistance. Yeah. That's right. Very crucial to have those. Another thing that I've always paid attention to over the years is, you know, a lot of people don't look at their Google Earth image of the land they hunt they kind of just go out there and they start mowing wherever they think the deer are going to go and yeah the deer is going to use it but naturally if you zoom in on your phone or even google on your computer if there's not cattle in that pasture you can zoom in and if you've got a high deer density you can zoom in and see their trails that are already there so you can go right where those are on your phone as you're mowing and enhance that travel corridor and i mean you can even change their route but what I look at when I'm on Google is I'm like, hey, the deer are already doing this. Why go make a separate path somewhere? I mean, sometimes you can to lead them to a different food plot or whatever, but I enhance their trails that are already there. Stay out of the bedding areas. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, get, your, get, your, get your mowing, your tree trimming, all that stuff done. Then just let them sit. Yeah. Don't, don't bug them out right before season comes. Trimming your... Tree stands, branches, all that stuff. I think getting that stuff done early is, is crucial. A lot of guys wait till you know mid October or, or 
November and then they panic and they're like, Oh, I need to get my stands hung and they go bumping deer and everything kind of screw things up. I think another thing to really keep out of a property and these cell phone cameras have really changed the game. Um, you know, it's a, I love them, but I think it's only a matter of time before they, they boot them. Um, it's, it's pretty much cheating in some circumstance in my opinion, but I mean, you know, when you're out of corn, you know, when you're out of water, um, you don't have to go in there and disturb the deer, which is a definite positive. Um, you know, you kind of know when the big deer is there. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of deer are dying from them, for sure. Oh, yeah, you can time them pretty much. I mean, you get their patterns in. and Certainly an advantage, for sure. Yeah. It's a big advantage. So I don't know what's going to happen with it, but enjoy it while you can is my opinion. Yeah. But I'd say save up for at least one. Um, kind of the way I scout, guys, is I'll take – I'll take my regular trail cameras out and put them out. If I get a good deer on camera, that's when I really deploy my cell phone cams because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be in there even feeding, checking my cards, you know, check running water. I'm really relying on that cell phone camera activity. As soon as you got a big one on camera, you can concentrate more cameras on that property, you know, figure out where he's traveling, when, where is water and things like that. Oh, yeah. Kind of moving on from even prepping your farm. We get a lot of phone calls in. You know, we manage, I don't know how many thousands of acres we'd look over, but we get a lot of calls from guys going, man, he was there all summer. I don't know where he went. Well, it's all food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all food. And these guys don't understand that. They're like, well, you told me to plant this. Well, sometimes it's eight off or they move into another place. I mean, look at look at how many cornfields get cut in October, right? All these guys all year long had a deer on the edge of corn. Well, that deer was living in the corn. Well, now it's cut. So he's transferred over another half mile to a different food source in a different bedding area. He's still yeah. close by, but these guys freak out. They think he's dead, you know. Or the Milo's hit a certain stage and they've moved over to feeding on that we've, we've got several customers that have properties that border big corn circles and i'm like get ready because the deer you're seeing right now you're gonna see doinks. Off and on they're doinks they're little three-year-olds two-year-olds as soon as that corn's cut then all of a sudden the rest of the deer that are living there will start coming out but they have no reason to leave that cornfield they're mm-hmm. they're fed they're watered everything shade 100 percent. they don't need to leave the corn circle yeah they've got shelter they got water they got food mm-hmm they don't need to leave. So we get a lot of complaints of guys saying deer disappear. You really need to pay attention to your food source. I mean, they're only going to, when it's hot out, they're only traveling a half mile a day. Yeah. Maybe. So if you can pattern one early, you can kill him early season. That's another yeah. thing a lot of people, you know, when I grew up, dad was like, oh, you're hunting too early. You just need to wait till the rut. No. If you put in enough work and you scout them hard enough and you can pattern one early. That's the easiest way to kill a big deer, 100%. Waiting, waiting for the rut, I mean, it's exciting to hunt the rut, but there's no guarantee the doe that he's after is going to stick in that area. Oh, they run like yeah. all over. They're traveling all over the place. Yeah, especially at night. I mean, they're running miles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Watch those food sources. I think that's critical. Uh, the old October lull, too, is a, is a different uh, – I mean, there's cold fronts that come in during that time frame and, and really get the deer on their feet temporarily. But that stage is, 
is uh it's kind of laughable because I've killed a lot of mature deer in that lull stage as they mm-hmm. call it. But it's more watching your cold fronts and and paying attention to the weather and when you think they're going to move and stuff like that. For the most part, I'd say it's kind of a a slow time. Right before that full moon comes in. That's when you need to be elk hunting instead of chasing deer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, can you add anything to that, Kyle? I mean, as far as early season prep? Oh, this time of year in summertime, you know, a lot of water holes go dry late, especially in August. Uh, So... Anytime you can keep your water going. If you got solar water or windmill, be scouting that. Well, Heath has been installing some solar mm-hmm. panels. Yeah, I've installed a few this year. That's uh long as you got a well hole, then we can put solar units in. Yep. Put you a tank in and, and you got water on a timer out there on your property. And around here you can put water just about anywhere you want. Yeah. That's my hunting spot. Windmill water hole. Yeah. How many Milo plots you put in? Oh, I'm not even quite sure. Sound like sure. a pissed off cat there. For a <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. There was a lot. Uh, they're all they're all going. It started fairly early, and I got one last guy in here. What two weeks ago? Yeah, and uh, and then we're pretty good sized. I hope they do well. Well, finally rained. Yeah, finally rained. I had, what, there a was three-week like th- drought? Three weeks. Three weeks. Four. <laughs> oh, we got some shenanigans coming up, too. We got a uh, four-man scramble golf tournament at uh, TPC Stafford County Country Club. That's right. August 21st, <clears throat> you Saturday. Ought be, you ought to be well practiced up by then. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, 16 on it, under won it last year. 16 under won it. That's crazy. That's that a good. So the oh, guys yeah. we we're playing, we call them Team Taco. Some guys from Halstead. They ended up, I think we had them whipped or beat by one, and they chipped in for their fourth eagle. So if you're putting a team together, uh, call up the pros, you know, because these guys are pretty salty. They're pretty good. So they're they're coming back to defend the title. I just want to let Taco there know be a he's trophy going down. for the drunkest player. That's what I'm going. For. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we could order a we can order a trophy for that. All right. What That's, what was the trophy last year? It was the alligator with the golf That's ball. That's right. Oh, yeah. happy, happy Gilmore. Yeah, the Gilmore trophy. So That's we're right. we're gonna order a new trophy. Yeah, we better find a new one then. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, find a new goofy one. We'll get a new yeah. one. We're going to have new sponsors this year or hopefully some repeat ones. So if you're thinking about sponsoring our tournament, get a hold of us. And uh, holy smokes, Kyle, what about the real estate market right now? Well, everything we seem to be throwing on the Internet just gets snatched up right away. That's if it hits the Internet. If it hits the Internet, yeah. It's, it's uh, As soon as our sellers throw out a number, you and I kind of look at each other and shake our heads and Next thing you know, we'd list it anyway, and boom, it's gone. Or going over asking price. It's just a, it's kind of the perfect storm. I mean, there's, it's a seller's market for sure. Um, cheap interest rates are out there. There's some stimmy money floating around. Um, I think these guys are kind of realizing they're not going to get any cheaper interest. And if something comes up, they're jumping on it. Yeah, um, people that, people that do sell, you know, or thinking, well, ten thirty one, but then 
comes time to find something to buy and then they get worried. Yep. Deadlines approach and they up their up the amount of money they're willing to spend and are willing to pay top dollar to get something to avoid the taxes. Yep. Which may or may not be changing. It's in your mind you're like, I'm gonna sell this and make a profit and roll it into something else mm-hmm. and then next thing you know you start hunting for some ground and it's it's pretty expensive. So it's it's really tough to do your 1031 exchange right now on some stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had a guy last week tell me he sold some stuff in another state, had a million dollars, and he basically said, this is a big mistake. I shouldn't have done it because now I don't have anything to buy. Or hunt. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't, didn't draw a deer tag, and he now no longer owns acres in Kansas. Just got to try to find him something. <laughs> No, the real estate market's hot. We're we're staying extremely busy. We got got a lot going on. Heath was not in jail. We've just been busy. Yep. Leaper's been in the tractor, and Kyle and I selling a bunch of ground. Leaper's double dipping on us, though. He's in the tractor, yeah. and, and he's still selling a bunch of real estate. <laughs> tractor drives itself, you know. So. Yeah. When that GPS is going, he's he's got his thumbs on his phone selling some ground. <laughs> Well, we just wanted to let everyone know we weren't dead, and we are still kicking out here. And, uh, still alive. Be ready for the golf tournament coming up August 21st, Saturday. The old four-man scramble. And make sure you get your ducks in a row for early season. Uh, deer season's coming right up. and Going to need some beer, girls. Speaking of which, oh, man. <laughs> We're less than two months away from dove hunting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tell us about your dove hunting spot. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Tell everybody. Oh, yeah. Tell everybody. <laughs> Where's Joey at? Don't you worry about that. I'll just tell you there's a whole bunch of sunflowers. and uh, Yeah, we planted, or you planted quite a few sunflowers. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's going to be a limiter five done right over there. They're already piling into it, so... September 1st ought to be interesting. Oh, I'll be there. Whether you're there or not, I know where it's at. <laughs> oh, so do I. Yeah. He might be in Wichita, so we'll just go kill his doves. <laughs> just hey, open the door, let all uh, the dogs out. We forgot about our drunken Argentina purchase that we've got to Oof. fulfill still. Hey, did I tell you, did I send you that guy's response? Yeah. So for our three listeners that know we went to that Ducks Unlimited banquet and might have had a few too many Chardonnays and bought that Argentina hunt. <laughs> COVID hit, and we still can't go there. Did you see his message? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, we're still not they're allowing. They're still shut down. Yeah, they're still shut down. We cannot travel there until like 2022. Well, so it'll be like two or three years before we can even well, go cool. there. cool. I mean, whatever. I'd say, well. I'll give you, find, give you time to find a third person or fourth person. Because we already know Leapy ain't going. <laughs> What are you laughing at, Kyle? You're going. No, you well. <laughs> yeah, you're going. You're the one that brought up dove hunting. <laughs> exactly. We'll shoot way more doves there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble down there. Oh, it'll be fine. Will it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what jail's like in Argentina. Probably not good. <laughs> oh, man. What else is coming up? Winter mix season. Oh, man. And you know what's crazy is a lot of the guys kicked over. Yeah, a lot of guys backed out on Milo and went to winter mix. Like, I wouldn't say backed out. I'd say they just, they just flipped They it. kind of switched their hunting strategies over mm-hmm. you know the last couple of years. Yeah. So we're, 
Yeah, you're going to be crazy busy. Yeah. What do you planting. think your What do you think your start date on planting? I'm going to try be. probably towards the end of this month. I mean, I'd like to be in no middle of August. I probably. mean, even maybe the first week of August because if I don't, I don't think I'd have enough time to get them all in if I don't start at the first week of August. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. I can't tell you, and I'm planting a ton of wheat this year. Yeah, a ton of wheat. Guys just wanted straight wheat so whatever works <sighs> which reminds me if someone's listening we need a 3500 dodge pickup yeah well it doesn't have to a be a one dodge. Ton. we're they just looking just, for a one ton, ton dually ton. yeah one ton dually four-door absolutely we're struggling trying to find anything yeah it's not a good time to be buying vehicles or another little tractor to mow yeah to mow with so. i've located a few of them i think i might fire on one here pretty quick yeah, any listeners out there, let us know if you know of any trucks or maybe a little utility tractor. Wade LaDouche, if you're listening. <laughs> and you keep that price down. Right? <laughs> it's not cheap if it's green. Yeah, no, that green paint. <laughs> it's not cheap if it's green. Hey, what do you tell them in there when you what? go talk to them? Just, I go if <laughs> just let it out. I go, well, every time I come in here I should wear lipstick and mascara. That way I look pretty before I get screwed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, at least they laugh. Yeah. You know? They know it's true and they know it's funny. So <laughs> Oh man, we are gonna get kicked off of here one of these days. All right. <laughs> Well, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I know it's a short episode, but at least we're back on the airwaves a little bit. And and uh, get your golf teams ready and get your food plots ready. Uh, deer season's right around the corner. If you'll we'll be here before we know it. Yeah, it's coming on fast. Yep. If you're thinking about selling something, now's the time. We're out of here. We'll have podcasts and more info coming out soon. Don't forget to check us out on our website, www.redcedarland.com, or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.